Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Canter Podcast. I am your host, Eric Feigl, and I am joined today by Missy McCain-Ball. And we're going to do a little talking today about uh, cardio. And I think it's very important that people hear this, especially from someone like Missy, who is a formal, former figure competitor. And uh, I'll link to her other podcast so you can have some more context about her accomplishments and what she has gone through and how she's changed her fitness approach. But um, I think a lot of people get started out in, in the fitness industry, not, not in the fitness industry, but with their fitness journey doing cardio. Um, it's an easy thing to do. Obviously, every gym that you walk into has a gazillion uh, cardio machines, plus you can do it outside. And you know it's, it's easy to kind of track your heart rate and things like that. But what people don't know is, in my opinion, I think as a whole, we're over-cardioed. And um, people don't think about their cardiorespiratory system as being attached to the muscular system in terms of your heart, which is a muscle. And it's important to remember that because, um, you know, your, your heart, like a, as a muscle, can only take so much. And to train it properly, there's certain ways to do it, certain ways not to do it. And depending on your goals, uh, Missy will have some more context behind that. So to help, um, you know, in terms of if you're trying to, to lose fat, burn fat, stay lean and things like that. So anyway, enough of that. Missy, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks. So I know you just got back from the pool, so don't rub that in, but, uh, give everybody a Where little bit more. Do cardio? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I'm sure you weren't, you were just doing laps and not laying out, right? No, I might not have. Been. No, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't but, want to uh, do too much cardio. <laughs> give give people a little bit of context behind your um your journey into the fitness world because I think the last time uh, you explained that's kind of how you got into into the fitness world, yes. right? Yes, I um, yes, I started going to the gym um, with friends, and I was overweight. And just started walking on the treadmill, um, and that led to, I guess, was you know, a slight obsession—not even an obsession—with cardio. Just that I saw it as a means to lose weight, and it did work for me. Um, in hindsight, I was actually doing intervals at the time, and I didn't know. Um, but then someone came to me and said, you know, if you really want to change the way you look, you need to step into the weight room. And so I started with the cardio, like a lot of people do, and then I stepped into the weight room and significantly changed the way my body looked, significantly changed um, the way I saw myself and how I felt about, felt about myself by stepping into the weight room and getting off of the treadmill. Yeah, because that's cardio. And I'm not saying, I think a lot of people get it confused when I start talking about cardio because they feel like I'm not giving cardio its due. And I'm not saying it's not important because it, it is important in overall health 
and in performance and the way a person looks and feels. But I feel that people underestimate how much strength they should be doing versus the amount of cardio they should be doing. Um, and right. I've talked. I think I've they talk- think they're going to get the results they want with the cardio, and really, it's probably the weights that are going to give them the results that they want. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it comes to the, um, like you said, you know, the caloric burn. When you're first starting out, obviously, anybody who's starting out trying to change their body composition, anything is going to be great. You're going to see results right off the bat. You know, beginners just see results faster than people who are inter- intermediate and, and advanced. But you know, once you're done with cardio, your, your calories are pretty much done. Uh, your body still has to repair and things like that. But with strength training, you're burning calories for much, much longer. So that's, that's okay. kind of where I stand in. When I talk to my clients and people that I see and work with and talk to, I say, look, if you can get 30 minutes of, of uh, strength training in just hard and heavy and go, you're going to get more out of it than a 30-minute um, bout, you know, especially if they're not doing interval training, a 30-minute bout on long-distance cardio it's just not going to be as beneficial. Um, so really what I, what I wanted to get from you is, you know, what does, how does your cardio differ from when you first started? Um, when do you do cardio? What are your fitness goals? And then we can kind of break it down from there. Okay. Um, well, my cardio changed a lot from when I started. Like I said, I would get on the treadmill or on the elliptical and be on it for like an hour. And, and, you know, not in the beginning, but I worked up to there. Um, before I started strength training, I was, you know, spending every bit of an hour or more on some type of cardio equipment. Yeah. Um, and like I said, too, looking back, um, as I was trying to lose more weight, I would walk and then I couldn't run at the time. I mean, I was heavy and I had never ran before. So I would like push myself to run for like a minute. I would try and run for a minute and then I would walk for a little bit and then I would push myself to run again for a minute and walk for a minute. So like in hindsight, I was actually doing intervals then and I didn't realize what I was doing or why. Um, But now I do them on purpose Um, versus, I mean, and again, for for me, what my goals are um, is to keep my body fat low. which would be in most people's goals. However, depending on who you're talking to, like who your audience is, I'm going to suggest cardio differently for each person. But ultimately, I would still, once I'm working up kind of to what I do, um, like steady state cardio is good for someone who's just starting, um, someone who's older and who are overweight and has never done it before. But ultimately, your body's going to adapt to that. Um, you're not burning as many calories usually as you think i mean a lot of times people think you know they're getting on and they're burning all these calories and they can go eat because i've done this and you're just negatively affecting what you just were trying to do um but the steady state cardio is good for when you're starting but your body's going to adapt to that so as you're you know walking on the treadmill or getting outside and walking if you're moving that's perfect i'm happy that you're moving right but at some point you're going to have to push your body just like you would in the weight room you're going to have to, your body's going to adapt, you're going to have to change something, um, which is where intervals kind of come into play. I mean, you can do so many different things with them on every piece of equipment outside, in the pool, anywhere. Um, and then your body's not adapting to it. You can constantly change them. You're getting in a bigger workout in a shorter period of time. And if you're getting in your cardio in a shorter period of time, then you have more time that you can devote to strength training. Um, so, yep. and there's a lot of, that I do that there's a lot of controversy about, or, you know, more research lately is saying it's not great for you is 
I always tell people too, like they always say, when should I do cardio? When's the best time to do it? The best time to do it is when you you can do it. When you yeah. have time to do it. When you feel the best about doing it. Um, I like to do um, fasted cardio in the morning, like twice a week. Um, again, there's research out there that'll say like, you know, it's eating your muscle. You don't have the energy to put towards it to really make it high intensity. I, I feel the opposite. I've, I've never personally seen any muscle loss from me doing it. Um, but I mean, I do take amino acids before and I do take in protein as soon as I'm finished. Um, but I feel better in the morning when I do that. Like I can get up. I don't have a full stomach. I don't feel, you know, waterlogged and whatever throughout the day. I have the energy to do it then. And it's a perfect start to my day. Like it makes me feel better for the rest of the day. So I like doing it. So while some people may say it's not that great and it's not doing whatever, it works for me. So you need to, yeah. you know, play around with things and figure out what works for you. Definitely. But definitely. Being on a treadmill for an hour is not going to benefit you. And I mean, there's studies that show like marathon runners are actually in, not as good of health as people who don't run long times like that. That's not... Yeah. It's not good for you as you can it. <laughs> no, it's not. And that's, I think when, so I, so I kind of want to cycle back. So two parts. Um, I, I do want to talk about your fasted cardio because fasting, yeah. I think it, in itself is kind of controversial. And you hit on one topic yeah. in terms of the muscle loss, which as right. research comes out about it, because I, I think, especially in the fitness industry, when something is really, really hot, like a, a fad diet or a supplement or something like that, more people dive into it, but then we build right. it up so much that eventually it, I feel like people purposely want to knock it down, even though if it's great, like the whole, you know, cooking with coconut oil thing that just recently came out, people started freaking out because everybody starts cooking with coconut oil. All of a sudden one article comes out, not even an article, a blurb comes out saying it's not good for you. And it's like, you know, we just, we build something up and we have to topple it down, even though there are benefits right. from it. We know that. So, so going to what you said about, um, you know, breaking into muscle, the amount of time that it takes your body to break into muscle stores is so long and intense that most people, majority of people are not going to uh, go that route. And another thing, right. right. And an another thing, especially if, you know, you're doing it during the, during the day, like you're doing, and then you're eating right afterwards, or, you know, like if obviously if you're going for super long periods, like if you fast for days and days and then you start doing extremely intense uh, amounts of, of workouts okay you're going to have some issues long term but right. but another thing when you talked about those super high endurance ultra athletes i mean you can tell by their their just their body composition when you look at them compare a long distance runner to a sprinter i mean exactly. right there it, th that that's the hello the the aha moment i think so right. Let, let's talk about what your fastest state looks like when you, when you, before you train in the morning or before you do cardio in the morning, when was the last time that you've had something to eat and, and when do you do cardio? I, um, the last time I eat right before I go to bed every night, I have a protein and a fat before I go to bed every night. So let's say 10 o'clock I eat something and then bed usually by 11. Um, and then if the next morning I'm going to be doing fasted cardio, you know, the times vary, but let's say like this morning I got up at six, I went down on the treadmill, 
And for I was on the treadmill for a total of 40 minutes. I spend 10 minutes just walking and warming up because it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, <laughs> but let me, let, me, let me backtrack for a second. Before I do that, I have a glass of water with amino acids. I take amino acids and a glass of water before I get down there and do that too. Um, so I get some fluid in my body and I get some amino acids in my body. And then I go down, walk on the treadmill for about 10 minutes. Um, and then so for the next 30 minutes or so, um, I'll spend... And again, I try to mix things up. Usually um, what it looks like is um, I'm on an incline of about six, 7% and I will run for like 30 seconds as fast as I can run a sprint for 30 seconds. And then I will walk for, in the beginning, 30 seconds to a minute. Then as I'm going, sometimes my walking gets a little bit longer because I'm trying to catch my breath. Sure, yeah. But I'll do anywhere from like, you know, six to 10 of those um depending on the morning and how much time i have and then you know i get off and as soon as i get off i'm um getting in a protein shake so i'm getting in some protein and i'm it's a way in a casein mix so i'm getting a quick one and a, a long one and then i get ready for my day i get the kids up do whatever and then i go and lift weights so i'm anytime i can separate out my lifting and my cardio i try to do that all the time too um again because it works better for me i feel better i feel like i can devote energy to both things when yeah. I do that. That's a good um, point. Yeah. I don't, you know, like I said, I've, you know, the research out there is saying it's this and it's that and it's whatever. It's always worked for me. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to step on stage as a heavyweight either with my muscles. So, but I can't say that I've ever had a problem with seeing any type of muscle loss from doing it. And I feel, it makes me feel so good after I've got it. Like, you feel like you've accomplished something. You feel like you've gotten something done. You have so much energy. It doesn't make me feel tired for the rest of the day or like I don't have energy to give to anything else it's I love it it's perfect the, the interval part is even better for your heart than a long yes heavy state cardio exactly that's see that's where people get all, all pissed off at me because when I when I talk about um when, when people come into the gym and they do 30 minutes of cardio and they work out with me for 30 to you know maybe an hour and they do another 30 minutes of cardio after. I'm like, you are huffing and puffing so much during our workout that you don't really need the cardio right, before or, or, or after for, the, for, for general health and fitness. But, I mean, I get for, like, right. extra cardio, extra fat burn. I totally understand that, and that's what you're talking about. But, right. you know, when, also, when, when people uh, ask me about interval training, what I tell them, and you kind of hit on it, about taking a longer period uh, during your rest period. What I, I don't even, of course you need to catch your breath, but really when you start running or you start walking again, you need to have the best form possible. Just like when you're lifting weights, like no, no repetition should be absolute garbage where you're trying to force it up. I mean, you're just training your body improperly. Same thing when you're doing, especially interval cardio. If you give an all out sprint for, let's just say, uh, you know, 30 seconds, you're going as hard as you can. I'll tell you what I do. I, I do the, um, I have a, an airdyne in my basement and I do 30 seconds of just as hard sprints as I possibly can. 30, I mean, to where like my, it feels like my legs are going to explode. My back is screaming. My arms are screaming. I rest for two minutes after that. And I'll do five rounds of that. But I'm trying to I'm trying to crush it as hard as I can. It takes me the first two rounds. I'm I get recovered pretty quickly. But after that, I mean, sometimes I'll take a little bit longer 
because I want my yeah. out my I want my output to be just as intense and and good in form as I did when I very first started. Otherwise, like you know, if you're crapping right. out at 15 seconds, you know, you're you're pretty much wasting the other 15 seconds that you're trying to get through. I want output as as high as I can get it. So whatever so whatever that looks like to that person, I highly recommend don't think that you need to do like a 20 seconds on at as high intensity as you possibly can. And then your rest period only be like, you know, 10 seconds. And then you have to keep doing that. Right. Cause you're going to get through, right. you know, one bound of that and you're going to be shot. Right. And I mean, if you're just starting out too, I think that people have this vision in their head, like, well, I can go on the track and sprint. No, walk as hard or as fast as you can. Yeah. You're going to build up to that. But whenever you, whenever it looks like for you to start is where you start. Yeah. Just like weight training, you don't go in and pick up 350 pounds on your first day. You start low where you can, and you work your way up. It's the same way. Yeah, exactly the same way. And again, uh, like you said, you're you're putting forth a lot of effort while you're strength training. It's just exactly the same way. That's why you know you need a rest period um, doing certain exercises sometimes when you're strength training. Not not all the time. You can get a great cardiovascular workout during a strength training session. If yeah, you minimize, and I've, today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And, and you know, and for, for people who, people who look at my workouts and they'll say, well, they're, you know, I, my workout today literally lasted 14 minutes and I'm not joking, <laughs> but it was super hard, super heavy weight. I didn't take a single break during, um, a, d- during the, uh, the, I, luckily I had the gym all to myself. So I had to set everything up beforehand. But as soon as yeah. I went, I just went straight through and my, I, I had a great quote unquote pump, muscle pump going and my heart was like pounding out of its chest. And, right. I, and I know for me, that was not a cardiovascular endurance workout, but I know my heart got taxed and I know my heart got a benefit. So, you know, for people who think they need to jump on a treadmill elliptical after, after a really hard, intense strength training workout, you know, just, just pay attention to how you feel, you know, and if you feel like you're going to get the most out of, uh, you can get the most out of yourself after a hard workout, a hard strength training workout. Okay, great. You know, give it a try. But I, I think for most people, um, you know, get as much as you can in for a short amount of time during, during a cardio workout and, uh, and just get on your way. Like you, like you do, you know, take care of the family and do the rest of your life. It's not, yeah. you don't need to, to ground and pound it. <laughs> all the time right right yeah and i mean i think too that like i said earlier that i think that people um overestimate what they're doing when they're walking on the treadmill for an hour that they think they're burning so many calories and then instead of it benefiting them in the calorie burn sense it justifies what they're going to go and eat afterwards um, yeah and so i mean that's a whole other topic you know it is i'm a nurse right. and i do cardiovascular so diet is huge 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 um so if you go and you know eat whatever you want afterwards because you think you burned all these calories really you're right back where you started or even worse yeah i would say a lot of times people who spend the most time on the treadmill aren't losing weight or even maybe actually gaining weight right yeah well and and do, do you think that when people do that of course it's like a justification you know well i i and i've heard this before and for some people this may be spot on but if they say like the only reason i work out is so i can eat whatever i want well, right. you can't, that you kind can't of, that diet. no, you can't maybe, maybe like when a person yeah. is very young, of course, like you're going to be able to, to get away with a lot, but 
And I'm not saying everybody needs to all of a sudden start weighing and measuring their food and really, you know, counting micros and macros, but pay attention to the stuff you put into your body and then pay attention to your workouts. And you'll notice that you're going to get more out of your workouts. And then maybe you can, you know, increase the amount of good stuff that you put in it. But if you're just doing, especially just cardio, so you can go out and have a, a binge night on pizza or burgers or whatever. I just, I don't know if you're, if you're getting anything out of the actual workout itself. Like what, I mean, no, I don't know. First of all, no, especially not for your heart. But first of all, you you probably don't know how many calories you're consuming and you're probably grossly underestimating the calories that you're, uh, that you're burning. Right. For sure. For sure. I think people overestimate how many they're burning for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, you know, I mean, some of the machines will tell you, but they're not accurate. You know, yeah. it's not, the machine doesn't really know. No, no, because it's, it's ba- I mean, it's based on heart rate. And we know that, you know, if a person weighs 200 pounds versus someone who weighs 400 pounds, there's going to be a pretty big difference there, especially depending on their, you know, their body composition and things like that. Right. Um, so, so I have another question for, for you, you, you said that, you know, for someone who is just starting out, you kind of briefly, briefly touched on it. What would be a, I don't want to say specific recommendation. We don't want to get too specific, but if you're telling, if you're telling someone's coming to you and say, yeah, right. Exactly. Well, my trainer said, well, Eric told me to do this, but it's not working. But if someone were to come to you and say, I want to get started with, let's just keep it with cardio. I, I want to start being more efficient with my cardio. What would be your recommendation? Um, well, again, it's going to depend on what my target audience is, but I mean, I would say, you know, like 30 minutes, like four times, maybe five times a week and doing that interval that okay. where you're pushing yourself and then resting, pushing yourself and then resting and whatever, again, whatever that looks like for you. I'm not saying lots of people have knee problems. They can't go out and run. I mean, last night I did it on the stair climber for 30 seconds. I mean, I was running on the stair climber, but you know, on the bike, in the pool, whatever it looks like, pushing yourself for those intervals, um, you're going to get the most benefit out of that while you're doing it, after you do it. Um, it's better for your heart. It's just all around better. But if I'm going to also recommend the lift weights. Stretch. Of course. You know, I mean, like it's all part of it. It's of all course. part of it. Of course. So the cardio is a good place to you can start there, but you know, fitting it in in thirty minutes, three to four times a week, I think is absolutely feasible. You'll stick with it. Um, yeah. And again, pushing yourself that you just have to keep building up, making it harder, keeping your body guessing. So, would you recommend if you're doing, let's just say, three to four days a week, like you said? Um, what what does yours look like? Do you do, let's say the Stairmaster Monday, do you go right back to the gym to do cardio the next day? Do you take a break or do you mix up the, uh, the type of, um, the piece of equipment that you use? I mix up the type of equipment and it just, again, it depends on the week. Um, cause on the days I work, I don't go to the gym at all. So, um, like this week, um, I'm trying to think what day I, Monday, it, would, it doesn't matter. On, like on Sunday, I um, just lifted weights. I didn't do any cardio on Sunday. 
other than like, you know, I warm up before I lift weights, but I don't count that as cardio, you know, but just light intensity walking around stair climbers for like 10 minutes before I do something. Sure. Um, then say Monday I worked, so nothing. And then Tuesday morning I got up and did my fastest cardio um, and then lifted weights after that, you know, after I've eaten and done whatever. And um, then Wednesday I will, I didn't get up and do the fasting cardio. I had my morning, went and lifted weights, came home, did things with my kids, ran errands, ate dinner, and then went back that night and did like 30 minutes of cardio. So I would say that I do cardio probably five days a week. Okay. Um, maybe four. Because I don't usually do it on Sunday. I'm going to say four. Usually four days a week. And, and again, I, you know, it's not something that I keep track of, I guess. Um, probably four days a week, um, anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, depending on what my warm-up is or my cool-down looks like. Um, but usually that intense part of it. And I do do some steady state. I don't want to make it sound like I'm always doing intervals. You know, like sometimes on the stairs in the evening, um, I just don't have it in me to do intervals. So, like I said, they don't feel good to me in the afternoon or the evening. They feel better in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I'll be on stairs for, you know, 30, 20 minutes to 30 minutes of just that steady state. When I'm doing that steady state, I can't have a conversation with the person next to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, it's, it's not easy, but it's not, I'm not killing myself on the intervals either. Right. Probably four days a week. Um, and I lift five days a week usually. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a pretty good split. I think that, that, Three to four days a week, you know, when people get into the, to the, they have to, especially when they're counting miles, they have to get into the, you know, they got to, unless you're training for something specific, I'm, you know, Missy and I are just talking about for overall, you know, health and, and performance and uh, general feel goodness. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that, I think that you, you kind of hit it on the spot. It doesn't have to, it shouldn't be the spotlight. There are definitely um, obviously we beat it to death. Strength training, I think should be number one. I think Missy agrees, but yeah, the cardio should, shouldn't be the spotlight. And, um, that, that seems like a pretty reasonable goal for most people to get. And like you said, if you can get outside, you know, you can get the family into it, get the kids into it. Um, yeah. you know, m make it something. It doesn't have to be inside a gym, especially on a really nice day. Uh, not that like we've had a super nice day lately, but, um, you know, get outside and get the heart rate up and try to maintain it for that 30 minutes. And then boom, there's your cardio. So right. with I your think kids, run the stairs, the football stadium with your kids. My kids love all of that. stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, all. that's big. Get, get it into the whole family and make it, uh, make it some kind of event. That's a pretty good tip too. But I think it's important to say too. I mean, I don't, I think a lot of people think that if they go and they jump on the treadmill for 30 minutes and then, you know, they sit for the rest of the day, they they check that off their list and you know there's a lot of studies that just that's not you know if you sit for 23 and a half hours and you walked for your 30 or did your interval for 30 you need to be up and moving and living and doing things like just if you're still sitting for your 23 and a half hours the rest of the day you're probably not getting the benefit of the 30 minutes of the cardio anyway no you're not no definitely right. not yeah i mean we're built to move I mean, that's a whole other podcast too yeah. we, we talked forever yeah. about that too that's a whole other I mean, we're, we're built to move. We're, we're creatures of, uh, I mean, our, our body is so adapt. Anyway, I don't want to, I just said that's a whole other podcast. I'm going to start talking about it. But yeah, so anyway, Missy, I, I appreciate the, all the feedback and the info. If people have any questions, comments, concerns, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, probably on my Instagram account. I answer every single comment and every single DM. 
um, fitness mom 40. Um, and then my email too, mythymccain at yahoo.com. Um, I'm happy to help in any way, answer any questions. Um, and like I said earlier, I'm a nurse too, and my specialty is in cardiac, so I have a lot to say about Oh, <laughs> perfect. That doesn't, but again, a whole other podcast. Yeah, well, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, I mean, listen, people, you're, you know, if you have somebody who's been a, a former fitness competitor and that's her, that's her profession also, like it doesn't, you know, doesn't get any better than that. So I hope, <laughs> I hope people reach out and get a hold of you and uh, Missy, I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show, get in touch with Eric on any social media platform at Eric Feigl or email fcp at ericfeigl.com. Make sure to check back every Tuesday and Thursday for more fitness candor. <laughs>